hello and welcome to Snake Way. We are back after taking a break, various illnesses, and we're ready to talk about Dragon Ball episodes. I am Fading Cross. And I'm Cheery. And yeah, we watched some more Dragon Ball today. We watched some more Dragon Ball. But before we get into Dragon Ball, which is the entire conceit of our show, watching all of Dragon Ball, we like to talk about uh, anime we've been watching together. And this time we're going to be talking about not the most recent episode of Gundam, which from Mercury, but uh, the most recent episode of Gundam that we watched was Cycle of Sin, the 16th episode, where we, hey, we get our girls back together after all this time in season two. Mm-hmm. I like that um, Mirajin cannot deal with the fact she's selling weapons of war at all. She's still pretty shocked. Yep. She's <laughs> just a spoiled little billionaire. She's a spoiled little bi- billionaire. But also, like, Saleta has been raised to be a sociopath, I think? She was raised to be a mech pilot. She was raised to be a mech pilot. Yeah, her mom is just... is evil via emotional support. Is always there for her daughter in the most vile ways, but also in the way her daughter needs. Yep. Love Prospera. I think you brought up something like, why would you trust anyone with a helmet like that? Because she has this... Oh, no, it's because she did this cute, like, I'm I'm her mom smile, oh, and was right. like, hee hee, hit my head with my creepy ass helmet on, <laughs> yeah, which is right. unnecessary, I'm pretty sure. That's right. That's right. She like kind of like introduces herself to like Saleta's Earth house and is being like, "I'm just the mom. Hello. Oh, aren't I just? Aren't I just adorable? Nope. <laughs> D- no, you're not. You're clearly evil. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Well, she's not evil, but she's pretty evil. She's pretty evil. She uh, she's medium evil. She harvested her child and put it into mm, a mech. Child, her child was gonna die. I, I, I guess. I guess. And actually, she's trying to make it so her child can live again. So, if you call that evil, I guess, I guess mothers are evil. I have a complicated relationship with mothers, so maybe I call that evil. (laughs) But, overall, how are we liking this season? I just want to get, like, a temp check as we're kind of about midway, I think? We're past mech fighting school, I guess, season. Yeah, we're past we're past dueling school, and now we're into um. Last episode was pretty interesting, just hanging out on Earth. Yeah, hanging out on Earth with Gwell and his traumatized. I am a hostage in this situation, and people are dying all around me at all time. Um, I think his name is Oscolt, the like really anime like cool dude in the uh, Earth terrorist gang. Rules. rules. That guy rules. He rules. Also, fuck. Whoever that earth, that blue-haired earth gang girl is. Can't be oh. a rat. Don't be a rat. Don't be a rat. Don't be a uh, rat. Uh, Nika. Because you get all these cool people killed. You get all these cool people killed. That's what you get for being a rat. And that's, when she said that to her, I was like, oh, she's right, actually. Yeah, she's She right. did actually murder all those people. Uh, yeah, like, just because you gave us information didn't mean your hands aren't dirty with blood. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's interesting that we're, uh, shift, making this shift, like, it kind of was always there since the prologue of this is a very violent world, and that's also just Gundam in general. But really, the first season is kind of disarming in how much this is just like a dueling school. This is a dueling school. And then it's like, oh, no, it's real life. No, that's it's real life. What, that's what was so funny. She's like, you smashed a human being to death. I'm like, how many times did you watch her do basically exactly that over and over again for your benefit? And we're like, nice job. Nice job. But hey, they weren't dying. That was dueling school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, but spoiled brat. I guess we should also talk about the other spoiled brat in the room. Should we Should we get into our Dragon Ball episodes? Oh, sure. <laughs> you, you had a look of confusion for a moment. I was thinking of Saleta. She's not spoiled. Oh, she's not spoiled. She's just... A gang? A killer? Saleta's just so, like... Like, she was so mentally fucked up by her mom in a weird way that she is super positive. In a very unhealthy way. She just thinks of the world as kind of a battle, which is how she's been raised. Or like a game of sort? No, like a battle. Yeah. You, move, you know, retreat and move, get one and 
I move, move forward, forward and gain two. Gain two. Gain two. Gotta gain two. Gotta gain two. But today, we watched some Dragon Ball. We finished out the Red Ribbon Saga, and we started the General Blue Saga, which it feels misleading. I thought maybe we'd get out of Red Ribbon. Kind of glad we didn't, though. I don't think Red Ribbon will actually be over until these Dragon Balls are caught and wished upon. Yeah, that's, that and makes probably sense. probably still not even then. You know what? I truly don't know. Their ripples are felt heavily across <laughs> Dragon Ball. Ah, yeah. I can't wait to see that in maybe a year or so. But our first episode is episode 44. Master Thief Haski. Goku arrives at Capsule Corporation, Bulma's home in West City. He's hoping to have the Dragon Radar repaired, but the broken device will soon be the least of his worries. The Red Ribbon Army and their hired thief, Hatsuki, are hot on his tail. Kinda. Pretty inaccurate one, honestly, considering most of this episode is not about her, nor that her following him. Yeah, um, I'd first like to mention this one thing, before we really get into it. I know very little of Dragon Ball. Like, Dragon Ball, not like Dragon Ball Z or Super or whatever, but like, of Dragon Ball itself. But I know one thing, and we are recording on May 9th. So happy Piccolo Day. Happy Piccolo Day, whatever that means. In Japan, it's called Goku's Day, and that's just wrong. Huh, why? I, I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know when May 9th is canonically Piccolo Day in the universe. Okay. It'll make sense later. That's one of the few things I know. Very random tidbit. <laughs> Mysterious. That's for all the people who know way more than us that are listening. Which is apparently a lot of people. Popular so show. <laughs> we get a lot of good copaganda of this from our Canadian bumbling cop. <laughs> He's just a helpful guy. I don't even know if that's copaganda. He's just a helpful guy. He's just a helpful He's guy. He's also kind of an idiot, too. He's so. also an idiot. It works both ways. <laughs> Goku is amazed at the intercom, the, the intercom on the pole. And he's just like, wow, that pole can talk? Wow. I, we're going to get a lot of Goku just not understanding technology again. Somewhat. Somewhat. But also understanding more than he ever has before. True, he's learning. He is learning. <laughs> Balma skips school. Yep, comes because, back from school Because it's boring, which makes sense because she is a genius inventor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. It's interesting to see. Yeah, I'm glad it's been... It's been kind of implied that Balma, there's like more to Balma than meets the eyes, but we're never showing it at all until really these episodes, which is kind of wild. 44 episodes in, we're finally getting, oh, Balma knows something and is really good at it instead of just being this like bratty girl. I mean, she'll still be a bratty girl, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> she is good at something. And that something is being rich and being able to build things. Being able to build things. I love their family's animal sanctuary. Uh, first floor garden. First Indoor. floor garden. Indoor garden. <laughs> um, <laughs> I The line that really got me was unwanted dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. Her father takes in, Dr. Brief takes in unwanted dinosaurs. I'm just having, not a hard time, but it is truly amazing. What animal is an animal and what animal is a person? And I just thought dinos were people. It's what everyone's talk. That's it. That's just which ones can talk, yeah. I, I do like the blurred line, because you never know what you're going to get. It's usually pretty obvious, because they're human-like and not animal-like. Like, they walk on two legs and usually have two arms and usually wear clothes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's I guess it's the arms. I'm trying to think of an example. I feel like there was like a dolphin one time who was chilling in the ocean and talked to him. Yeah, he didn't wear clothes, but he was in the ocean. So and like the like pterodactyls that what? fly around, they don't wear clothes, but they walk like humans. Some of them. I don't. I don't know if all the pterodactyls that have attacked are the pterodactyl people. I think so far it has been. Okay. 
I could be wrong. But the pterodactyls definitely more likely to be human-like than the other dinos. They yeah. They talk the most. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, we meet Bulma's father. Mm-hmm. Who's an idiot. He's a goof. He's a goof. He loves embarrassing Balma. That's his favorite thing to do. It's his job as a dad. It's his job as a dad. He thinks the policeman is Goku. He's like, God damn, you're 12? <laughs> you don't look 12. You do not look 12. And if I was him, I'd be like, I'm concerned. Why are you hanging out with my daughter saying you're 12? But no, he's fine. He's he's just a dummy. And no, dad. And this is really where it starts. Just Balma is going to yell for the... All episodes, I guess. It feels like more yelling than normal. She is really pissed off in these two episodes. Yeah, especially in these two episodes. She's pissed. Yamcha is an idiot and has a fan club now. Yep. Her dad embarrasses her at all times. Yep. And her mom also embarrasses her at all times and steps on her when she's a little little Balma. Little Balma. We get little Balma, (laughs) which Balma invents a shrink ray, a personal shrink ray. Yep, that is basically only useful for transportation. So it might as well just be a teleportation device, as far as we've seen so far. <laughs> it's true. It's pretty true. It, she only uses it to be carried around. Yep. And I'm just like, am I missing something? <laughs> am I missing something here? <laughs> is this someone's thing? Probably. Probably. Someone st- it started off with someone getting stepped on, so I mean... Yeah, it starts off with Bulma getting stepped on. I'm like, damn, this is this is a lot. Balma's mom is a 1920s flapper who speaks like she's in a production of Guys and Dolls playing Adelaide. Good voice actor. Great voice acting. She is amazing. She is the airiest of airheads. Like, the fact that the father and the wife could produce someone like Balma is almost kind of amazing at the same time. Because Balma seems like a bit more put together than both of them. I don't know about that one, Chief. Really? No. At least... The man owns, like, a multi-billion dollar corporation. Yeah, but it seems like that man bumbled his way to a multi-billion dollar corporation. I haven't seen Bulma do much that wasn't bubbling. (laughs) She fixes the Dragon Ball radar. He fixes the the policeman's motorcycle. Okay, he does not fix the policeman's motorcycle. He soups it up, even. He soups it up. Man, we get a great scene where the cop, like, crashes into another car because his hover motorcycle is going fast. Fast. Palma's dad just puts the nos in. Yep. And then Yamcha's fan club shows up. Yamcha's fan club. Starts irritating everyone, including Goku. Goku hates it when women yell. This is true. It just really irritates him. It just really pisses him off. It's one of his pet peeves. <laughs> he can yell in battle, though. It's different. That's different. Battle cry. It's battle cry. It's not girl girl yelling. If, if he had opened up the window, they were fighting to the death. He'd been like, "Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> He's like, "Okay, I, I understand now." <laughs> we get um, interspersed with all this throughout the episode. Uh, red ribbon stuff, mm-hmm. including uh, hiring the master thief Hatsky, who it kind of like is almost played in a way like, "Oh, who's this mysterious person?" The guy who hired Hatsky is just going to say Hatsky's name instead of using pronouns, and I think it's supposed to be a twist that it's a woman. Like, damn, this master thief is a woman? It's a reveal. I don't know if it's a twist. Okay, it's a reveal. But it's still a weird reveal. I don't know why. I'm just like, well, it's a woman. You're not... You'll also tell from the very first scene you see her. Right. She clearly has breasts. But then why aren't they saying she or something? They keep saying Hatsky. For the reveal. (sighs) Yeah, she's hot too. Yeah, it's just launch. It's just a launch with shorter hair. Barely. But I love her... So, Hasky has a great outfit of this, like, blue jumpsuit with, like, one leg cut off, and she has knee pads and shoulder pads. Yeah, it looks like a Fallout outfit. Yeah, she rules. I love Hasky. <laughs> like, she's out for some money and blood. My God. Yeah, he, he calls her a master thief. She's not a thief, bro. She that's just murders. A, that's an assassin, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah, you you hired a terrorist. <laughs> but yeah, Hatsky gets some um, information from her, like, bumbling, I guess, goons? Goons who had just earlier run into your man Goku when yeah. they tried to rob him. Yeah, it was the people trying to money. rob Goku of the fight money from the last episode. I, I, I like them. I'm glad we get more of them. They're yeah. just weirdos. 
feels very much like a my and peel off situation. Not my and peel off, my and shoe situation. But she's like a competent, hotter peel off. And they're more incompetent. And, and they're more incompetent. That's true. Because <laughs> they are the competent ones in the group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Goku flies around with Bulma. They explore the city a bit. We get some great shots of Goku just flying through a market. Yeah, in an outdoor mall. Cool, covered outdoor mall. Covered outdoor mall. And uh, he sees Yamcha, Oolong, and Poir. Smells. Well, smells Yamcha, yeah. Goku, great sense of smell. Yeah, the, one of the best bits. The, the, the whole Actually, the whole reason why I enjoy the police officer is because he's just so funny the whole time. <laughs> he's true. Like, he's like, he's like sniffing Bulma when he, she shows up because she's like, how did Goku smell her from that far away? It doesn't make any sense. And then when... <laughs> They leave, and Bulma shrinks down in front of him, hops into his shirt, and he calls the flying Nimbus to zoom away. He's just like, rich people are a different breed. <laughs> he's just, just fucking blown away. Yeah, he's just blown away. Um, I love in this episode, we get a lot of hover bikes. There are a lot of hover and bikes. And there's some lovingly, like, animated shots of the hover bikes, like, uh... Shooting out exhaust when they break and stuff like that. Or oh, like, she definitely does an Akari slide too. Not thinking oh, about it when she, when she shows up. An uh, Akari, <laughs> Akira, Akira, <laughs> an Akira slide. She does an Akira slide. Holy shit! You're right. <laughs> she rules. Pesky rules. I I love her vehicles. I love her style. I love in every scene she doesn't speak that much. She just uses her few words to kind of command every scene. She truly isn't like most Dragon Ball villains where they're just constantly monologuing, a la General Blue, as we'll see later. Yes, she is, <laughs> she is definitely subtle. She's a thief. I, I love the scene where she it sees her goons again for the first time, and they freak out, and she's like, alarmed as usual, I see. <laughs> they freak out because when they open the door, she shoots at them and knock. <laughs> in fact, shoots the, one of the fucking pieces off the dude's goggles so yeah. it falls off his face. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, is this how you always greet them? Of course they're alarmed every time. But just the way she just says alarmed as usual is just really funny to me. Yamcha is in the doghouse, as Oolong describes it. Accurately. I suppose. Except he's still living in the mansion. He's still living in the mansion. Even though he's rich himself. Yeah. Bulma's mom mentions that Yamcha's rich. And, like, I remember him living in that desert castle. But I just assumed he moved in there. Living in the desert castle, like, having to uh, maraud to make uh, ends meet? Yeah. So, he, he's uh, not rich. Well, I guess we're going to need more backstory to figure out why he's rich. <laughs> yeah. Maybe his, like, family are also inventors or something. Yeah, and then he, but he ran off. It'd be funny if, like, his parents were, like, super smart and technical, and Yamcha's like, I'm as dumb as bricks. I'm going to run off. He is. He is dumb as bricks. For sure. They run off to the amusement park. They run off to the amusement park, which is in this sick-ass towering dome. It's like a giant, like, tower. Just like a normal tower with a coil wrapped around it, which we come to learn is escalators. Very long escalators. And at the top of the tower is, like, a massive dome. Super dome. It's a super dome. Like, the tower could not hold that dome. It is a top-heavy dome, but it rules. I I mean, you also... One of the weirdest things about it is that you can never... You never see it in any of the city shots. Like, it's a a huge, huge structure and building that's just invisible in any of the cityscapes. First time you see it is this episode. (laughs) And even later on, when they're flying around, you don't see it. (laughs) That's true. So, we'll get into... Episode 45, Danger in the Air. When Goku is reunited with Bulma, Yamcha, Oolong, and Poir, the friends celebrate by going to a spectacular amusement park. But the beautiful bounty hunter, Hatsuki, has Goku and his two Dragon Balls in her sight, and she intends to turn their day at Dreamland into a tragic nightmare. Bounty Hunter is... A better term for her, for sure. Yeah, I like the summary calling her a bounty hunter because that makes way more sense. She is kind of like a Star Wars bounty hunter now that I think about it, too, in a weird way. And she's hunting down a bounty. I, and, like, I want to I wanna touch on Toriyama's, like, 
visual designs for sci-fi aesthetic. Just because th- I'm thinking about that escalator with <laughs> and the boombox and the boombox, the the cassette tape in Balma's hovercraft is just so beautiful to me. <laughs> just no conception of how music could be played, but yes, a conception on how like mopeds would be, and it's just good. I just love that weird mix of technology. It's just very old tech with very futuristic like '80s style tech. It's beautiful. It's one of the things I love about this show. It looks like a Mobius panel sometimes. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it's just interesting. Yeah, that they they can't get over a boombox. They can't get over a boombox or cassette tape. Boombox is the platonic ideal of music. Why would you need anything else? <laughs> and another conception of the future is when you're on an escalator going to an amusement park, they're going to show you lots of flashing lights. Lots of geometric shapes, all uh, ep- epilepsy seizure waiting to happen. Yeah, it's a it's the nineties walking to Taco Bell, but all the lights are off and the shits are glowing. <laughs> oh yeah, like all the all the shapes at a Taco Bell. <laughs> You're right. Or McDonald's, or whatever. Yeah, like back in the era or where like the paper cups. Yeah, yep. It's it's the paper cups, cups but glowing symbols. Yep, and you're being <laughs> shot out of a cannon. And you're being shot out of a cannon. This park. Badass park. It's a badass park. It also has like Mario Party level of like amusements. Goku, Par, and Oolong are just standing on like giant balls hitting each other. I think. <laughs> or just, just having fun. They're just having fun. They're just having a ball. Mm-hmm. And boy, will that be a theme in this episode. <laughs> They're at the amusement park. <laughs> I love <laughs> Hatsky like testing Goku by throwing a walnut. As soon as the roller coaster passed by, so he can't tell where it came from. And he just catch he catches it because he senses a walnut about to nail him in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> she's just so cool. Like I don't know. I think it's sick ricocheting a walnut off the glass dome. I agree. But then it's undercut by her saying, Oh, this is gonna be easier than I thought. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, you did no you did not. <laughs> you thought I was gonna take him out. <laughs> Actually. Yeah, I, I I like how she thought it was gonna take him out, but as soon as he catches, she's like, damn, he's an idiot. And she's kinda right. And it is easier than it should be. And he does she does say, Oh, I know how to beat him, I'm gonna use this, which yeah. is the right way to beat him. Points to her head, just I got my mind. Is a good way to beat Goku. I love her glaring at Goku and Goku walking away is like in the reflection of her eyes. (laughs) Also, her following him up the escalator and then stealing the tickets from the people in like slow mo. Yeah, we get a slow mo scene of her just like walking by three unsuspecting people and stealing their tickets. My favorite being her (laughs) reaching across a woman's shoulder and like reaching into the purse, not like. She's, like, reaching over this woman. She would notice that one. She's fast. She's fast. You're right. Goku, you know what? You're right. Char- some characters are just fast at things. Mm-hmm. And people can't see it. Damn. I I hope we get more Hatsuki because, well, we might. We might. She's brilliant. She's just a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, we get... I think Oolong talking to Yamcha. Well, there was the Oolong and them more talking and Yamcha talking shit about Bomba at the end of yeah, the last episode. At the end of the last episode. And right. then like right before he's like, yeah, all of that, but I still love her. Before he get that out, she's like, hey, she appears out of Goku's chest like, hey, fuck you guys. Don't hey, talk shit about you me. Guys. It's like, well, they didn't say anything wrong, so. Didn't say anything wrong. Proving their point, if anything. <laughs> I do like at one point in this episode before Bulma like tries to figure out what Yamcha's up to. She's just like, man, being angry is starting to get boring. <laughs> just because you know, I'm angry doesn't mean you could disappear. <laughs> she's great. Or when what's his, Oolong's like, you should just leave her. She's like really mean to you and terrible. <laughs> I'm like, he's kind of right. He's right. <laughs> like She treats you like shit. I do love Balma's character, though, for the most part. Yeah, she's fun. She's great. She's a lot of fun. Her being Braddy's fun. Sometimes it veers into the very, like, women are like this sort of territory. But for the most part, Balma's so ridiculous in a way, I think it makes her unique compared to the other female characters. And also, she's like, she's like the only one who is like that. 
Like a lot of the yeah. other women are just like characters just hanging out. They're not even they're just like women just hanging out. Like like this woman has this X thing about her. That's why it's like Katsky and Balma are just like the two women who are like really fun to watch on screen. In a way that I do like launch sometimes, but for them like when it's just good launch, I'm like, meh. Give me evil launch. Evil launch is the best launch. But that's the thing about good launch. Is that evil launch is always just around the corner. Yeah, that's true. And that's what makes launch enjoyable. But, like, we haven't had much outside of that. Wait, did we just name all three women in Dragon Ball so far? No. Oh, my. There's Mrs. Uh... <laughs> Mrs. Brief, right. Mrs. Brief, yeah. Yeah, she is just woman. <laughs> but her also, exit rules. There's also uh, Battle Woman. Oh, Ran fan. Ran fan, sexy battle woman. Oh, God. There's more, too. I don't think there is after that. I think we... That's one more I'm forgetting about. <laughs> Mermaid woman? <laughs> God. Okay, there's Suno and her mother. Oh, <laughs> we're scraping at the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> she was there the whole muscle tower arc. Oh, my God. I don't want to... Think... more screen lines and screen time than launch does. <laughs> That's even worse. That's so much worse. You're right. It's just Muscle Tower kind of sucked. <laughs> Especially now getting into these episodes. I'm like, damn, it wasn't it with Muscle Tower, was it? It was okay. It was okay, but it like... Just, com- it really overstayed its welcome. Yeah, compared to this, though, I really... Yeah, I'm really... I, I'm, these episodes I generally enjoyed. Goku rescues Hatsuki as she's disguised as like some sort of fortune teller. Mm-hmm. From her goons, her own goons. Her own goons. Yeah, she she sets up this plan to be like, oh no, I'm damsel in distress. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to read your fortune now. I can read past, present, and future. And she's just like, oh, you were in a cold place and there was a big tower. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lots of adversaries. And you got two balls on you. Balls that will shape the future of your life. <laughs> God. <laughs> and Goku's like, yup. I do. I do, and pulls down his pants. It's right here. <laughs> Just like... He's not wrong. <laughs> he keeps him hidden with his clothes. Concealed. He doesn't know what concealed means. He doesn't know what concealed means. <laughs> Which is funny. I don't know why. Just him not knowing concealed is. It's just... It's a little nice Goku knows nothing goof. We got one of those earlier with... The lady's like, tickets, please. He's like, my name's not tickets. It's Goku. It's Goku. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet the you. Leaves. <laughs> That's how you don't pay <laughs> at an amusement park. Tickets? My name's Goku. <laughs> and Goku shows the Dragon Balls because she's like, uh, because Yamcha's like, not those balls, dummy. She probably means the Dragon Balls. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I just now realize she probably meant the Dragon Balls. <laughs> True. <laughs> right. Yes, that's right. Yamcha. He didn't know what he was, she was fucking talking about before. No. And I think him flashing her was like, ah, obviously she doesn't mean anything else but the Dragon Balls. <laughs> There's a good joke that Umong says and everyone laughs at and Goku's like, Kind of laughs along with him, but doesn't know what's funny. Doesn't doesn't get doesn't get Something the private. privates. I don't know what it is. It was just sense. like some joke about his privates and showing them off. Yeah, but the good joke is Goku pretending to laugh along because it's clear from his face he doesn't understand. He's laugh. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's just laughing laugh. along with him. Yeah, it's like everyone else is having a good time, so I guess I am too. The goons fuck up, turning off the lights, turning off the one, lights. They one job. Yeah. Don't do it. And then leave. They leave. Goku gives Yamcha the balls and runs after them. For some reason. For some reason. <laughs> but it's because, hey, Hasky can now, like, harass and make Bomcha nervous around women. Yeah. And uh, she accidentally fucks up and knocks over the jar that's containing the other, the, the tied up fortune teller. Yes. And, and Yamcha's like, oh, shit. You're after the balls. And then she pulls that scimitar out of nowhere. She pulls that scimitar out of nowhere. Nowhere. I, honestly, I thought it fell out of the jar with the guy. I thought it, it was just like on the table or something, maybe? It was nowhere. No, she, and she's going after him. Hardcore. Which is funny because he uses a scimitar. I know, right? I was thinking that too. We haven't seen him use a scimitar in a long time. He's long just, time. He's just too good at fist fighting now. Since he cut, basically since he cut off Goku's tail. Yeah. 
But he he didn't cut it off of that. No. Oh no! <laughs> Remember when he tried to cut Goku's tail off of a rock scimitar that he punched out? I, I do remember that now. <laughs> That's what Yamcha needed to do in this situation. Punch out. He needs to do that more often. If Yamcha was constantly punching out scimitars out of like objects, and that's what he used as his weapon, that rule. Yamcha would be twenty times cooler, and he's decently cool. He's he's gone down in my estimation too in a little bit, but I still like Yamcha a lot. Maybe not as cool as he used to be. He was never that cool. <laughs> I mean, he was sometimes cool. He literally couldn't talk to women. Yeah, but he's still cool. <laughs> I think that's a minimal requirement to be cool. I guess you're right. You're right. Not being able to talk to girls is not cool. Yeah. But sometimes you have anxieties. Mm-hmm. And sometimes... Cool people don't have anxiety. Sorry to let you know. Oh, I'm man. You know that. <laughs> I'm not cool. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> At least it's mostly about not showing it off. True. Yamcha shows it off for sure. <laughs> Can't help it. And uh, Balma comes, like, here's Yamcha yell because, like... Atsuki's about to kiss him in a weird way. <laughs> yes, she's like seduce. Oh, okay, she's like she, seduce. She's trying to seduce fight him, and Bulma mistakes this for just making out or something. Even yeah, though she something. has a sword in her hand. Yeah, even though she has a sword in her hand, Bulma's like she's blind with rage. At this fucking, point. I'm so pissed at this man on cheating on me. <laughs> Throws Donkey Kong style, just whips a box at these bitches. A giant box, like a box that you like. I feel like I've seen these boxes in like. Uh, 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 backstage in theaters where you're just holding all the tools and shit and like extra parts and she whips that. Mm-hmm. As Oolong said way earlier, maybe you should have entered the Dolan tournament, Bulma. When the rage is going, she's very strong. She is the strongest person in the universe when her rage is going. Try up there with Broly. Rage power. I know of Broly. I literally know nothing about Broly. He gets angry. Okay. I can't wait. I can't wait till we get to uh, whatever Dragon Ball that is. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. And so Husky runs away with the Dragon Balls. Well, ties up Yamcha, has the Dragon Balls, and is like, I'm going to blow this place up now because I get a million for the Dragon Balls and another million for blowing up the kid. And she has... If it's a million for blowing up the kid... That's a good deal. He won't die. But but if it's for blood, the kid a million dollars, million dollars. <laughs> yeah, so she has a uh, explosive that's going to destroy the entire amusement park. Which also placed in a terrible position. It's placed in blowing... the... There's a giant statue at this amusement park. But which his hand is reaching up to the very, very tippy top of the dome towards the hole. And the bomb is in her hand. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, if it, even if it did blow up, I don't even know if it would take out the music part. <laughs> it must be a thickly packed explosive. I mean, it must be a big bomb. I mean, it is a huge hand statue. And it's a big bomb. And it fits the entire hand. So it's a huge bomb. It's a huge dome, though. It's a huge dome. You're right. Uh, yeah. Um, Yancha, she like has the detonator. They have six minutes. She flies away in her hover car. Yamcha tells Goku, get after her and break that box. She's a bad woman. Break that box. Break that box. Break that box. She's got a box on her side. Break it. And I was just like, man, if Goku thought balls were his balls, I'm really worried about what he thinks her box is. Yeah, but he doesn't know what the word for any female parts even That's are. true. He doesn't know female parts. You're right. His de- his grandpa wasn't a woman, and thus he knows nothing about women. That didn't teach him either. Didn't teach him either. Well, taught him to respect him. Kind of. Well, you just taught him to respect women. And Goku learns from Bulma, I guess I don't need to respect all women. <laughs> Which, not great, but whatever. Oh, And we get a cool chase scene of Goku like going after Hatsuki. Hatsuki, I love when she like is standing up and turning behind. like Not even looking in front of her and just shooting her gun at Goku. I believe we get the cool-ass red ribbon like penny whistle music. <laughs> Or it's uh what's that what's that like penny harp or whatever? I have no idea. It like it creates like that western noise of like that kind of like uh a twangy like metallic noise. Okay. <laughs> I just love it. I just I love just the red ribbon theme. About it. Yeah, no, that's fair. It it's really good. Anytime the red ribbon theme goes, I'm like, damn, this rules. Point it out next time. And I'll listen. I think I did. But okay. that's okay. <laughs> I'll point out the penny whistle specifically. I think it's a penny whistle. 
What's the mouth harp? There's so many different names for this one instrument. I can't remember what like the exact names are. Chasing ends with <laughs> Goku really likes to like throw the power pole and catch people. It is one of his favorite moves. He's pretty good at it too. Yeah. And he tries to break the box. Okay. I have Hilarious. some Yeah, he tries biting the box. And does he is the implication that he presses the off button by biting it? Maybe. Because the no bomb idea. goes like the timer it hits zero and the bomb doesn't go off. Nope. But he doesn't break the box. No. Nope. Even though he could have. Very easily. And also, there's no guarantee he broke the box to defuse the bomb. Yeah, I don't know why Yamcha thought that either. Yamcha's dumb. Yeah, Yamcha's also dumb. But I'm assuming he presses the off button with his teeth because that's the only thing that makes sense. It does. Nobody says anything on why it worked either. Nope. And Hatsuki refuses to let go of the Dragon Ball, so Goku takes. Even though she's stuck to the building. Even though she's stuck to the building, it will die. It will die. And he just took out the bowl. Yeah, like he can just grab it from your splatted corpse. Ma'am. They won't break. Yeah, they won't break. They're not the cheap ones that peel off eyes. Nope. <laughs> and yeah, he, he gets the Dragon Balls. Uh, he tickles her and makes her drop them. He tickles her. <laughs> it's a pretty cute moment where he's like, oh, I know what I can do to make you drop them. Tickle, tickle. <laughs> Goku's good. Goku's sometimes good. And then we don't know what happens to her. We don't know what happens to her, so she we better just, show up again. We just cut away to like... Yamcha and them talking or something. Yeah, Yamcha and them talking outside uh, Capsule Corpse and Bulma being super fed up with him. And it's like, all right, I'm going with you, Goku. Let's go get those Dragon Balls so I can wish me a better man. It, I forgot, in the beginning of last episode, she did mention, you're really taking your time to get those Dragon Balls, huh, Goku? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is hilarious because it has been many episodes versus they'd already got it twice by now. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, we're back, as Bulma says, the way we started. Balma and Goku. Balma and Goku. Looking for Dragon Balls. Shrinks herself down and hops in and Yamcha's like, thanks, Goku. And yeah, that's the end of the Red Ribbon Saga. And that brings us to episode 46. Um, the start of the General Blue Saga, Balma's Bad Day. Yep. Um, while zeroing in on their third Dragon Ball, Goku and Balma find themselves on a beautiful, uncharted desert? Deserted. Right. I'm just, I love it when this summary is just because it's all fan wiki shit. It's bad sometimes. So, yeah, it just says on a beautiful, uncharted desert. But the enchanting island is far from deserted. Oh, sorry. It's dessert. Uncharted dessert. <laughs> Rip. But the enchanting island is far from deserted. When Goku dives into the ocean waters to search for the magic dragon ball, Bulma finds herself in deep trouble. Yep. Oh, fucking yeah. Yeah, so uh, they're, they're, we have a great scene where they're just, Goku's flying real fast, like passing by people. A <laughs> kid's like, there's a boy on a cloud. He's flying slow, actually. Well, he's flying sense. slow at first, right. A random young boy's like, dad, there's a boy on the cloud. And the dad's like, all I see is a long alligator. <laughs> so do you see? He's like, no, I didn't see it. But that one looks like an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good good bit we get the like a cool shot of manta rays flying out of the water and goku flying around them bomb not being comfortable with goku going super fast yeah uh goku going so fast that i think the g's would have killed her <laughs> maybe <laughs> she is i thought i thought when he does like a corkscrew spin that she was gonna fall out i thought that's how the bomb was gonna have a bad day she's gonna just be like in the ocean Tiny. Tiny. We get introduced to General Blue. <laughs> okay. I love, I love, love, love General Blue so far. He is a devious queer. Maybe. The man is obsessed with look, loves roses. I love that. Unlike all the other generals. He loves roses? Yeah. He had a whole bouquet of roses around his like mirror. Okay. I love he just like, like he like puts his hair a certain way. He's like. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he talks in a he talks in a bit of a <laughs> he t- <laughs> to not sound derogatory, but I'm gonna. He talks in a homo accent in a way. He has a lisp to him. Um, <laughs> God, he's so good. He's he big deal Brando energy on this guy. 
Yeah. Guy picks his nose. He's like, all right, you know what? This is why we can't find the Dragon Ball. Men, execute him. <laughs> the evidence is on your finger. Evidence is on your finger. They killed dude. People work work for these guys, but the pay must be ridiculous, right? Or I guess if you already conscripted enough people that you can just kill whoever flees, maybe. Maybe that's why it's you got a shitty army. Maybe that's why they got a shitty army. Maybe that's why you can't find the Dragon Balls. Not because you're garbage radar. <laughs> you're garbage army. Blue has like the general uh, red ribbon like military attire, except he has blue pants. And he has a big, like, armband sash. Unlike all the other generals and, like, colonel, it says blue on it. <laughs> and it's blue. It is blue. It is blue. It does like, say blue. You know. You know it's General Blue. And it. I think it says a lot that, no, like, Colonel Silver didn't do this. General White didn't do this. But General Blue does this. General Blue wants you to know, yeah, it's Red Ribbon Army, but you're in General Blue's squadron. He's great. Just all-timer. I can't wait to see more of him. I can't give him that much praise yet. I know. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, especially with, I think, every single intro of every single one of these Red Ribbon guys has been really cool. Especially Silver. (laughs) Especially Silver, who's just mysterious and badass. But General Blue is kind of a villain in a way that I'm like, ah, damn, he's just fun, though. (laughs) He's just fun. He's just, like, evil petty guy. There's also a lot of animals in this division. There are a lot of animals in this division. Just crocodile, dog, tiger. Tiger. There's a ton of animals. Um, Goku and Bulma find a Dragon Ball, kind of, underwater. The location. The location. And Bulma's like, hey, I have a submarine packed in this. But no. She sees a boat of scuba divers. Yes, she sees a boat of scuba divers. On a nearby island. Yeah. Wonder what they could be doing. Wonder what they could be doing. Probably nothing. Who knows? They could be doing anything. Yeah, Bomo, you're supposed to be here to... You're supposed to come and be the brains of the operation. And you're really fucking it up in the first mission. She's really fucking it up. (laughs) (laughs) Especially, she really fucked it up in a big way. Didn't even check if she grabbed the right capsule case. Yeah, that's a big L. That's a big L. How many times is she losing her capsules or misplacing them? All the time. All the time. Bulma, you got to get better at this. Instead of making a shrink ray, maybe we, like, make a a wristband for your capsules. Do, like, a like a tag, like, an air tag for your capsule box. <laughs> but, no, she grabbed her dad's, and what do you know? There's only one capsule, and it's not anything useful, of course. Well, not to them. She has a bad feeling about it. She has a bad feeling about this in her most Han Solo moment. And, uh, yeah, it's, um... It's porn. It's her dad's porn. Yep. Kind of funny joke. Made better, though, with Goku's like, aw, these poor women, they must have no money. Or no, aw, these women are poor. They can't afford any clothes. I think this is the second time Goku has said this joke. Has he? I'm pretty sure he says it in this tournament arc at, at some point where he gets a cold of those magazines. Like, he does a very, very similar joke of they're poor because they can't afford clothes. Yeah, J- Goku's very, like, mentally a materialist. <laughs> if women have nothing on, that means they can't afford it. And and Bulma cracks him like, no, these women are not poor. <laughs> <laughs> these women are not poor. Give me these. Give me these. All men are animals. <laughs> Tears them up. <laughs> All men are animals. Well, she's not wrong. Not in this universe. Not in... No, not in this universe. And that'll be proven later. Goku goes off to die for the Dragon Ball. While Bulma's like, well, instead of waiting, I'm going to go look around. Because if there's people scuba diving, there must be malls. There must be shopping. (laughs) You must have shopping. We should make some more capsules. Yep. Have we ever seen Bulma pay for something? Nope. No. How does she pay for things? Does she have like a credit card or something? I think she yells at people. I think she yells at people until they give them she's very give her rich, stuff. So she, right, she could buy them. But maybe that's why she's rich. Is she never spends money? <laughs> well, we know why she's rich. The parents yeah. are rich. Yeah, of course, of course. But it'd be really fun. See, I'm waiting for a twist that Balma actually built Capsule Core as like a five year old or something. That would explain why she looks down on her father so hard. That would make well, her father's kind of an idiot. We haven't seen him be smart. Sure, they can have a Jetson-ass made robot, but, you know, <laughs> how smart is he really? Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, Bulma, we get an extended sequence of Bulma getting shot at, harassed, and then chased by two men who want to sexually assault her. Yep. It sucks a lot. I did not miss this part about Bulma. This is the Bulma shit I hate. Yep. I don't... Yeah. Goku saves her. Kills the guys. Kills them. It's good. It's a good 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 punch to show the children, I suppose. Yeah, Goku, like... (laughs) I do like how Goku fights them off. He, he, like, kicks through the glass of the helicopter. Drop kicks. Drop kicks. And, and, like, the shards of glass are impacted in that man's skull. Also, his... His helmet also shatters. Shatters. Yeah, that dude, he was dead. On that impact. dude was dead on impact immediately, <laughs> and then he chops the other one in half with his power pole and explode. He chops it with the power pole. Power pole isn't sharp. It's Goku's like, just that strong. Well, he be sharp, I guess. But helicopters man. are flimsy too. Yeah, true. Helicopters are just essentially death spirals, and they die. Yep, and uh, <laughs> they both explode on impact. <laughs> Go. Goku's like, well, I can't dive to get the Dragon Ball. It's too deep. And Paul's like, you don't have a submarine. You don't have a submarine. And you know where we're we're near someone that could help us. And uh, yeah, I guess it's time to go and see Master Roshi again. He's probably got a submarine. I don't know why Goku thinks this, nor why why they don't just go back home real quick, or a nearby place, anywhere. They're in the ocean. That someone's got to have. Sea base capsules. Bulma doesn't want to even go. No. And yet they're going to go. Well, she, he's his ride. She's a ride, so yeah. she kind of has to. <laughs> Should have brought her own car. Should have brought her own car. She has capsules. Should have brought her own capsules. I hope we get to see Krillin and launch. I'm excited to see them. I'm excited to see the sea turtles back. We get a brief scene of Roshi like fishing on the sea turtle and sneezing because a pretty girl's on her way. But it's actually the the funny... Japanese trope of people talking about you causes you to sneeze. Well, that's not... That's just, like, people just say that. I've never in my entire existence heard that outside of an anime. Oh. No, I've heard it in real life all the time. Like, that was just a thing people said back at home. I'm from a weird parochial, like, small Midwestern town. People just say shit. I gotta look this up now, because I've never, ever... I've never heard it. (laughs) when When I heard the first time in anime, I was like... That's weird. And they kept saying it. I did lots of anime. I'm like, I guess this is just an anime thing. Literally, like, maybe like 40% of the times I sneeze, I think of that, like, idiom. Not idiom, but just saying, just, ah, someone's thinking about you. And I'm like, I hope the fuck not. Stop thinking about me. <laughs> and then I get, like, this anxious paranoia. of like, I think about people all the time. Are they constantly sneezing? <laughs> yeah, also, it's just, like... Markedly, extremely irrational. <laughs> it's weird. I mean, you know, you tell kids that it thunders because God's bowling, like, whatever. No. <laughs> I tell kids it, it thunders because the lightning just struck. Because <laughs> I'm not a fucking idiot. Born <laughs> raised idiots. Well, <laughs> now I could be wrong. I can't, but no, we don't need to talk about thunder. How do we like these three episodes? <laughs> I probably would have liked more if I was high. <laughs> That's why I like the decent amount of these episodes so far. <laughs> I didn't think about that. I, I like the first two a lot. I, I genuinely, I enjoy Hatsky. Like, Hatsky, great character. Put her up on the pantheon of cool characters in this show. It's kind of small. She's cool. She's cool. I like... She's definitely on the list of cool people. And I like seeing Balma again. I truly do like seeing Balma again. I just hate that the last episode gives us bad Balma episode. <laughs> I don't know if any of these were good Bahama episodes, but it's okay. I don't know. I like her yelling at everyone in the first episode. It does get kind of tired in the second. It's just like there are states of being in Bulma. There is sexually harassed Bulma. There are angry at Yamcha Bulma. <laughs> and that's it. Trying to find a boyfriend Bulma. <laughs> You're right. There's three Bulmas. Oh, she's at that age, though, so. Yeah. And then, yeah. And like. No, that's a joke from the first episode. Yeah, I know. I uh, I was just thinking that. I was like, it's... And, like, it is the depiction of, like, ah, oh, teen girls are the most irrational people on the fucking planet sort of thing. And it's like, that sucks. Children that does are suck. irrational, but... Well, children okay. are irrational, but specifically it's the way that, like, teen girls are viewed in media. They're usually viewed with more disdain in patriarchal the, societies. Because when they mention it, it's not really about her being, like... 
irrational. It's just her being very vocally angry and not seeing anything from nobody at any time. Yeah. <laughs> which I guess is the opposite of how women are supposed to act, which is being quiet. Quiet, <laughs> subservient. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm very curious to see how Bulma develops if she does throughout this. Probably won't. I hope she does. I'm hope I'm I'm holding out hope. She's a different character in Dragon Ball Z, so she probably develops some kind of way. I truly cannot picture anything about Bulma in the fact that she's in Dragon Ball Z. It still blows my mind. So, I don't know. That's all for now. <sighs> Next time, we're going to the movies. It's movie theater time. We are watching the first Dragon Ball movie, Dragon Ball Curse of the Blood Rubies. So that should be interesting, I think. Never seen it. Don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we're watching this now because uh, I think it's um, it came out after Master Thief uh, Hasky, the episode itself. So, like a few weeks later, that came out. All right. And uh, is there anything you'd like to shout out, Cheery? Nope. <laughs> um, you can listen to my other podcast called Flashpoint. Currently, we are playing through Mega Man Battle Network 4, Red Sun, and Blue Moon. And that's that's a game. That's a game, all right. You can, I guess, follow me on Twitter. This is where I announce episodes like this dropping if you want to keep up. And until next time, go, go, Dragon Ball. Go, go, Dragon Ball. (laughs) 